0: The city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the heart of LAFC podcast. And now Joseph Zacker.
1: Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 327 of the heart of LAFC podcast. That's right. We're calling this one fought and won for very obvious reasons as we and an era in Seattle. Isn't that nice to say? We ended their amazing era of the players that they have. Now they get to break it all up and rebuild. Enjoy the rebuild. We're not. We're in it. We've got two games to go as far as I'm concerned. we got to get, of course, this weekend taken care of. And it's going to be a tough one. But it's on. we got to get that job done. And then we can move on to the next. I know some are looking at it like it's some kind of cakewalk or walkthrough. Hey, it's a good one. And, Tony, I know you're going to cover us well today on that. Who do I got on tonight? We've got Bam. We've got Tony. We've got Araceli, who's been very busy watching the playoffs. She's got some coverage for us. It's on. And of course, my name is Joseph Zacher. You know who uh, the crew is assembled. All right, guys, Bam. Welcome back from your vacation. How was it, sir?
0: vacation was fun um i'm not a cruising person i found that out uh, i got a bit seasick during the five-night cruise but 180 us dollars later in an injection i was I was flying for the last couple of days um auckland was fun spending time across the ditch it was good times and now yeah, looking forward to getting back over and seeing you guys sometime hopefully soon
1: i can't wait i think that that's Unanimous over here, we can't wait to get you back here. I'm just happy to hear that you're traveling, right? Things are looking good, looking refreshed outside of the seasickness. You still had an amazing trip, right? It was good,
0: yeah, yeah, it was an amazing trip. I'm just absolutely wrecked now because coming back from the trip, I decided to best time start a new job and actually get back into hard labor work instead of being a table games dealer at the casino. It's
1: gonna be all he's gonna be all yoked when he gets here, so it's gonna be fun. All right, good stuff, Bam. Welcome back, Tony. Yeah, I know you're getting ready for this weekend. Uh, You're going to have some work to do. That's for sure. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty well. Excited that we got the win in Seattle. Um, Spoiler alert. Sorry, guys. But (laughs) I will cover that out. But also very upset with many people on social media. As we discussed, as you said earlier about Houston, I'll go more into depth. Why I'm more upset about that. But overall, happy we're back in the Western Conference finals, final home game of the season, regular season and playoffs. So, I kind of want to do what was it? Uh, who, what game was it against Manchester United that they told all supporters to stay off social media for the next couple of days before the game? Kind of would like that.
1: Oh, yeah, radio silence might be a good thing, right? Yeah, get ready for it, get prepared for it, get things painted. Who are painting things um yeah get to it we got some work to do before this game kicks off so i like that idea keep it simple watch it but don't say too much aricelli i know you've had the ups and downs of emotions and uh our condolences to skc uh bowing out of this thing honestly we were hoping they would have made it through uh not not gonna lie um you know the russell the russell show is always fun to watch but uh it wasn't to be and so i know you've got a lot of things to say about houston i'm sure how are you, ellie
3: <laughs> i mean i'm actually doing very well all things considering i mean obviously this past weekend was definitely a roller coaster of emotions with what happened in that match but to follow it up watching LUC defeat seattle it is just rewarding in the end i mean for as far Excuse me. As far as the sporting game goes, there there was a lot of elements to it. And obviously would have liked sporting to face LEFC for the fight for the conference final. But hey, it is what it is. And I actually got some very good news today that involves me coming back to town very soon. I can't divulge details just yet, but otherwise it's been a pretty good week news wise, at least for me.
1: We, we, again, looking forward to you getting to town. I mean, hey, Avengers assemble for sure. That That's nice. So um, I know you'll keep the details and we'll spread it when you can. Um, but, yeah, we're looking forward to having you here. So let's get to it. Let's talk about it. Uh, what a match against Seattle. We'll just go right into it, talk about it, who was in the lineup, all the madness. Um, those of you that went to all the watch parties, especially the massive one at uh, the fields, good on you guys for doing that. Um, I know Black Army, we had a lot of new faces at our event, um, which tells me that we just, you know, all of the groups just keep growing. There's more family there. It's good. It's a good thing. And it's a positive crew. So um, good on everybody. The watch parties looked stellar. All right. So, of course, no shock to anybody. Seattle came out with a four, two, three, one. What? Yeah, that's what they did. Uh, the Schmetzer ball was in play. Fry, of course, was in goal. Uh, Gomez and Reagan were your center backs with Roldan and Tolo as your outside backs. Jao Paulo and Atencio anchor the midfield. Rusnak was the playmaker with Roldan and Leo Chu as your outside attacking midfielders. Of course, up top was Morris as the target striker who introduced himself rather early in this game as Tony will cover in a few minutes Uh, against the side that, that honestly, I don't think we were too surprised with the lineup. Um, It would probably the strongest one we had i think one debatable position that was about it we had max and goal of course mario and chiellini as our back line let's be honest that's our best back line um Hollingshead and palacios where they belong midfield was anchored by sanchez with acosta and tillman the experiment as we like to call it uh, up top was olvera vela bowanga the three pronged attack as they moved around on the field and did exactly what we wanted to see them do. That was the lineup. No shock to anybody here. Uh Tony, you looked at the lineup. This is the one, right? This is the this is best to go with.
2: Yeah. Best one to go with. Honestly, like we, we said that there ain't going to be changes. You're going to go throw out your best. And that's the course for us. We're going to throw our best as well.
1: Right. I think bogus would be the only guy that could threaten to get into there, but that would be about it. Mm-hmm. we we'll would see him later. Anyway. Um, Kicking off this match, it didn't take long to get interesting, and I'm going to throw it over to you, Tony. Give us the highlights of the first half.
2: Um, Pretty much it was the max show for the first half. Yes, there, let's be honest, there is a goal that does matter that puts us through in, but at the end of the day, the first half is the max goal. The most important save of the game, Max had many saves that game, but the most important save is... The, in the fourth minute where Max pretty much Seattle's forward burns Chiellini, one on one with Max, wide open net. If and Max comes out and blocks that, if that goes in, we are talking about a different game all over the get all together in the fourth minute because it changes the whole game. Um, of course, a lot of Crazy saves on both ends, but again, Max was the main one. And then, with our own kind of breakaway left alone open, Buanga on the left hand side just takes it down the wing. And in the 30 minute goal by our MVP, the Golden Boot winner, that man, Mr. Buwanga.
1: Right. This should be MVP, but you know what? I think gold to me, I value the Golden Boot over. You know, a journalist vote because it's hard numbers, right? You win it, you earn it. That's it. Nobody can debate it. Golden boots, golden boots. So uh, he proved it once again. I think he had one other chance before that that I was like, kind of like, oh, man, we let that mm-hmm. one get away. But it didn't matter. And and let's be honest, when he got that ball from that amazing Tillman pass, right, that was a great pass. Great weight on it. Uh, did you really think he was going to cut in the way he did? I mean, he had a lot of yardage to cover and 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 men on him. Pretty insane goal uh, to even go for it the way he did and how powerful it was. Fry wasn't even ready for it, man. It was it was gorgeous. It was a great finish. Uh, I'll go to you, Bam. Your thoughts on, on the play itself because it was a fine play and, and the goal. Oh, it was a
0: beautiful play. Um, huge props to Oliveira for leaving the ball alone. The, the <laughs> run, the run yeah. pass. He could have taken the ball. He would have got tackled and we lost straight away. He drew the man away, let the dormer get free, having run down, two defenders chase him down it puts a pass to the keeper. You can't do more than that and it was the perfect way to get the goal.
1: Yeah, counter counter, right? That, that's what we do. We, we kill teams on transition and it's exactly what happened in this. Um, the other I think the other eventful stuff probably was the cards and, and some of the, the rough stuff. I'll throw it back to Tony on some of those highlights, man. Let it rip.
2: That's um, some of the highlights for those cards. Well, it's of course it was the cards. Um, all right, so we have to. This is another elephant in the room we have to digest again. Seattle can say whatever they want. We have had this same discussion in 2019 whether there should have been some called fouls, but it was not called. But at the end of the day, you're either on the right side of the ref or the wrong side of the ref. It happens on both sides it doesn't matter you just play the play of the game um there was a couple red card i mean yellow cards on both on are therein which should have been yellow cards and then of course we'll talk about the second half in the pretty much the foul that was not a foul but people think it was people the touch which is kilini's you know little block on the ball and then he <laughs> said he got fouled and stuff like that but you can say he got so you're you're not gonna argue it but again at the end of the day for the second half max show there is we kind of not necessarily park the bus but park the bus and try to control the game as best as we can we still try to score but at the end of the day the refs do not m- stop you from missing opportunities that max was literally super max um going <laughs> back to uh formula one for that one if you know what yeah. i'm talking about that one um And, you know, he was the MVP. I'm sorry like to say that was the man of the match. Uh, Wonga, yes, with the gold game winner to put us through. But Max with an unbelievable game. And this is why he is the starter. No discrediting McCarthy. But he is there for the big games. And he is why he is. And he's pretty much, you know, props to him. And now we're in next.
1: This is why we bought him, right? This is why we brought this man in. It was these kind of moments where he's a known shot stopper. I was a little bit surprised they didn't try to go low on him, right? They, everything was high, high, high. It was really interesting to me because I'm thinking on a goalkeeper with his abilities, why would you go there? You know, like, that's his strength. Like, he went right to it, um, and and he showed it. You know, there was he wasn't diving early. He's not that kind of a goalkeeper. He's, he, he stands you up, you know, that the Jao Paulo save – Really? Like, I really was surprised he chose to go with the way he went, right? Tied to dip it under the crossbar. Mm-hmm. Matt, Max eats that up. We know this. Now, if he goes low and wide on that, puts it into the mix, different story, right? I think Max has a little bit more trouble if, if you get some grass cutters in there, you know? But yeah. it, they didn't go there. It was a lot of pull up and shoot. Fine by us. It worked perfectly for the system that we were playing in the moment, which, let's be honest, this is a new dynamic for LAFC. How many times have you seen these guys decide to drop in low? We don't drop in low. That's something that's that's a rarity for this side. And in this case, we did. Um, you know, we almost titled this episode, Ben, Don't Break, because that's pretty much what happened in this match, is you, you flex that lineup as best you possibly could without snapping it. And we all knew that if one did fall, probably a second's going in too. But they didn't. They didn't break. They did the job. Nobody got suckered into a bad foul because, of course, teams will look for penalties too. We didn't get suckered. We didn't fall for it. We didn't get ourselves into, into a battle, uh, right? The physicality was there. I still surprised that Toto was able to stay on the field at some point. I mean, there were some fouls there where he's sitting on a yellow. And I think in a league match, he's done. You know, I, there's no question, but he's there, you know. And I thought it was smart on our side that once he got into card trouble, they threw Buanga his way for a bit. Like tempting, tempting. You want to hack him? It was smart from our side. There was just a lot of good decisions made in this game, uh, and 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 it paid off. Uh, Bam, Bam! I'll go to you. You're ready. Let it rip.
0: Yeah. So going into this game before the game started, I looked at our same lineup. Went, yep, best same lineup that we have at the moment. I looked at the ref. Went, Ted Uncle. Okay, this is gonna <laughs> be fun. Yeah, and, and it yeah. was. So I decided to put on a little bit of a wager at my local sporting agency and all that kind of stuff. Had a four-leg wager. One leg that I thought was going to be a definite is the leg that fouled me. So I had LAFC to win, which we did. Dennis Bawonga to score any time goal scorer. He was. Over six and a half corners, there was. The leg that fouled me really didn't get a yellow card. I had him to be booked. Out of everyone in the defense, I thought he was the one that would get booked.
1: That's hilarious because you got and you got Palacios carded. By the way, that Palacios yeah. hack was proper.
0: Uh, yeah, that's well, <laughs> like uh, he knows what he's getting. <laughs> I thought the amount of times that you see Murillo yell back at the ref, he does get a hot head at times. I thought, yeah, he's with Ted Uncle. He's going to get a card. He's going to get a yellow card. We know that He's going to come. But the one thing that let me down was him not getting a yellow card. I mean, Max I got a yellow card. It's time wasting. Him not getting.
1: Oh, him. Yeah, Max getting one too. That's the earliest time wasting card I've ever seen, man. That's just like I don't want to go there. Just, just leave it. I'll give it to you now. You know you've been warned. Like it, it was kind of ridiculous because you know you then kind of have a green light to waste time, right? Because he's not going to red card you. He's not going to do it. There's, there's no way he's going to do it. So, you're like, great. And you're going to let me waste time because thanks for the yellow card. We know that we know you're not going farther than that. You're Ted Uncle. You would rather die than than put a team down a man. Like, we know, we know, we know the way he referees. Like, he has to be egregious for this guy to take someone off the field. So, I was like, okay, give me a yellow card. I don't care. I'll waste more time. Uh, Araceli, you had a good chance to watch this thing. Um, impressions.
3: I mean, overall impressions, obviously, when we saw that LFC was going to Seattle, there were going to be some decisions to be made, especially as Bam pointed out with Ted Uncle. And I think even in the match, we saw that there were moments where it seemed like Uncle, he lost control of the game. So it created some interesting place to say the least, but I mean, either way, just looking at it from the standpoint of everything that LAFC has been through this season, where it feels like we played uh three seasons in one year almost and to see Bawanga prove why he won uh, the golden boot. And of course, moving on to the Western Conference final. I mean, just overall, it, it was a good game in my opinion. Um There, as tony pointed out it did seem they did park the bus a little bit but i i'm hoping they can bring the, that same energy on saturday well better
1: Oh, <laughs> well, home cooking you know we're not we're not that team i mean th- this game was wild i've never seen i've never seen this ever dare me to find it we had 30.8 percent percent possession I've never heard of that before for a team pushing almost 70% possession against LASC. I don't think I've ever seen that. Not, not where we don't get our, ourselves murdered, you know, uh, 30% possession and only two shots on goal for an entire game and you win. It was almost as if they traded jerseys because that kind of win is a classic Seattle win. If they get a lead on you, like that is what they do, right? They bolt it down you're not going to get it. They're going to try to get a second goal on a counter and grind you to death. That's Seattle's way. And you pretty much just beat them in their own style with the, with their great generation of players playing their last hurrah. Right. And you, you gave it back to them. It's poetic what we did it really is is it pretty no it's effective and it's playoff football so uh tony i'm gonna go back to you now that you gave us the highlights your impressions overall of this match
2: um heart rate is the best way to say (laughs) this game um there's been there was so many times where i thought oh god here's the goal here's the equalizer or you know i mean it was Mm -hmm. save after save and it was just the. I hate 1-0 wins because if you get it early or you get it in the first half you have to contain it the whole rest of the game and it's more nerve-wracking than a two-goal lead or a three-goal lead but overall they played like we needed to play, we had revenge on our mind and we still have, you know like I said, this was for home. This was for the playoffs for the final home game. And then it should, and then we're off to, as we found out Ohio, if we win tomorrow's game or Saturday's game tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Friday, um, either Cincinnati or Columbus, which it's cold either way. So, um, but it, like I I said, max. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, but max, He showed his, his like, rehab coming back from that injury. Last MLS Cup final from that, coming back stronger. It looks like he's a better keeper. He finally got all the cobwebs out. Again, Buanga showing us why he should be the MVP. I understand, you know, Cincinnati, this is their first actual big, like, season. So let them get all the praise because I'll leave that for another time. (laughs) <laughs> we need smoke, but I'll leave that for another time until I talk about that. But um, overall, we move on. We focus on Saturday, and let's just you know keep this momentum going.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been good. It's been good. Um, we haven't lost in a while. That feels nice, especially with the long break and, and how they came out from that break. Um, It's good news. It's showing a healthy team all the way across the board. I know Keelan is good and taped up in training, but he still looked fine. Yes, he got torched early. Who doesn't get torched against Morris on turf when you're not used to it? Pretty much everybody. Um, But then he adjusted to the point where he was then playing mind games and got a cheap yellow card against Atencio. He got comfortable, right? They got used to it. it. It worked itself out. This is those grinder wins. We need to win ugly sometime, too. We can't always be that team, so that's fine. That's good news. Now, um, negatives from the match? I, I don't think we can go too heavy with the negatives this time. We really can. Outside of not having enough possession in the match, you expect it in their house. You did the job. You got it done. The supporters looked amazing. You guys look strong. I can hear you. It's good. Very good. Um, and, and we walk away. The rivalry renewed, as we said last week. And uh, we'll see the new face of the Sounders. I mean, talk about new face. They're going to have new logo, new everything next year um, with, with a shaken up roster. So their story changes. Now that's done. We continue on Um, looking across the way. Of course, like I said, the game is in Ohio. I know Tony mentioned the cold weather. Hey, if I can get there, we can get there and I can get there. I'm going right. Um, 55 degrees. Looks like it'll be the high for the day of the final. Uh, yeah, baby. Um, and, and Sunday potential uh sleetish, sleetish sleetish rain. I don't know, it looks gross. Uh have fun with that, Californians, if we get to go there. So uh Columbus, Cincinnati. I honestly would rather me face Cincinnati if we can get that far, knowing I mean, if you really look at the stats, you don't want to do a Columbus right now. And if we get that far, we'll talk about that. Um, but that's that's where I'm at right now. Let's just get through tomorrow. Let's get through the game tomorrow for some of you listening on the pod um, because that's the story and that's the preparation. All right. I see we've got some comments from folks. Let's throw it out there to those guys. Let's see what they got to say before we get into other things like community news and some other reactions. So if you got some reactions, let's see them, guys. Let's go. I see about 13 up there. So let's get to the mix. Uh, We've got Burke. He says, hey, fam. There you go. There you go good scene at the watch party burke uh yeah man can't wait to see you on saturday sir we got dave in the mix familia that is for sure we have daniel on hell with the lafc anthony on as well see y'all at the tailgate saturday you know we will uh same with jibble see you there man we see marks on here too good seeing you on here sir Uh, soccer USA says, Why was a Seattle YouTuber fan so salty towards LAFC? Rave something is his name. Anyone, anyone? Okay, so Seattle thinks they invented soccer. Let's just put that right there. Okay, they think they invented supporter culture because they didn't know what it was until they got this team, um, the current MLS one. Okay, I know you've been around forever, you've been rinking forever until you this one. Let's be real, right? I mean, unless the APSL is the apex of soccer. That's life, man. You guys were minor league side after NSL crumbled. Truth. Truth be told. Uh, The culture is different for both teams. That is certain. So if he wants to be salty, let him be salty, man. It's sour grapes. Enjoy it. Guys, enjoy the salt. Put it on your fries. That's how you know they care. And then you move on. Simple as that. Um, Bam's like, wants to jump in, I I think. You want to add in? You want to have fun with this one? All I got to say to him, go have a cry. Exactly. Exactly. Enjoy your, your overpriced Starbucks, overrated stuff, whatever. Have fun with that. Uh, Mark Lopez is on. He says we beat 2023 Seattle, not 2019 Seattle. Can't get over confident. <laughs> we have to say grinding. Stay grinding. It's true. I mean, 2023 Seattle has a lot of years on them. Um, A lot of mileage. They've had a lot of glory, that group. Um, And they all know it's time to break up. That's how it is. This was the last hurrah. We caught them there. At the same time, we're a team that has, as Araceli said, played three seasons in one. You had the swagger of the first part of the year, the walking dead for the midsummer, uh, where there was nothing left in the tank. Then he had the August tournament team that, that, yeah, some lineup decisions that were questionable um, because the player wasn't what we thought he was. And then moving on, uh, September, October, building up to being a proper playoff side and where everybody gets healthy. So there is definitely the many faces of LAFC this year. It's playoffs. This is what we do. So it's good. Um, Let's have those mileage. It makes us a little smarter in the way we approach things, but well, good on you, Mark. It's right. We're not done. Uh, We got to get through a very, very difficult Houston. Um, Dave says now back to one game seasons. I like one game seasons. It's beautiful. Uh, Jonah B says the name max is just quality in all sports. Yes. Whether you're announcing or goalkeeping, we all love max. Uh, (laughs) Johnny B Jonah B is, is laughing at Tony right now. Love it. Yeah, gonna... Josie will says good evening black and gold Good evening to you sir Small says heart rate was off the charts That whole second half it was beautiful Dude so Tony knows I dropped to a knee Before they announced the injury time Like I was on a knee in the middle of the bar Like I Everybody went down was. Like watching this and then when they announced It, it was nine minutes I stood back up because it's like My knees are just going to hurt if I stay down here What the hell was that Um, And we survived anyway so right Tony uh, It is what it is uh, and then he made us do the, the jump for rally football club as we're all dying in the middle of a game. I Love did you, Tony, it. But, I man, did
2: it five minutes before the 90th minute. So mind I you, know. I didn't know they were going to add nine minutes to the thing. We were all, all of us were in shock. Like what drop, f-
1: drop to a knee and, yeah. and yeah, fun times, but it's hey, it's Capo Tony. It's what he's got to do. Uh, <laughs> Q's on here. Love you, Q. Says, What's up, guys? Same lineup Saturday or keep Mario on the bench? We will discuss that. Um, you know my vote before I even have to say a word, so there you go. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Angel says, uh, you would think it would be hard for Tillman to snatch the starting spot from Bogush, uh, but short of scoring, he did it all. Assist and save off the line. Uh, you could not ask more from Tillman. You 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 couldn't. Like the, the, He had probably his most complete game of, of the season. I think it's hard to debate on that one. Uh, but yeah, all sides were good with him. He even got into grinder moments that, that we know that he's not been the biggest fan of doing, but he was there and did it. Um, and when Bogus came on, he did exactly what he needed to do. I was happy with his performance after the fact as well. Yes, we were under siege, but he was the kind of guy that you want to have out there under siege anyway. So yes. Um <laughs> Bermuda says the Buanga to Tigres rumors. Um, dude, it's Liga Mekis, man. Everybody's rumored to go everywhere. Isn't that how it works? Like, Yeah. yeah. Tony, I mean, you could say, you tell them how it goes, man.
2: Everyone who does well, especially, well, the okay. The main connection with this and the full rumor about it is after the Tigres game, you see Bawanga and Jinak talking, of course, both. Not Frenchmen, but speak French, you know what I mean? Same common language, everything like that. So those rumors come about, like, you know, oh, you know, Janak's trying to trying to bring trying to bring Boanga to Tigres because, you know, Janak is on his last leg, they need to replace the French striker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now, cool, whatever, it's gonna be love, but if there's a rumor to Europe for Boowanga, I believe that more because I don't know how we keep him because he's done everything besides one when, when the champions or Champions League or champions Campe what whatever it's called uh, now yeah the Champions Cup here in in North America so him going to Europe would probably be a better move since he's still young like you I know mean, he's still you can see still producing on the high level even top 10 in all of the world for scoring this season yeah. this year.
1: Hmm. Anybody from uh, Cincinnati on that list? No. Uh, again, those that do not that they get voted for. Those that do. Um, yeah, dude, belong to Tigris. I mean, why? Why would he do that? That's that's a sidestep. Honestly, I, maybe the money would be better, but it's still a lateral movement. I know, Liga Mackey, What? It's still lateral. Um, it's not that big of a jump, right? Not where you're going to be seen by everybody. Um, going back to France to a bigger team in France would be a bigger deal, especially one that could challenge for Champions League. So that I could see happening. Um, Bundesliga, possibly. I would believe it if I saw that pop up. Uh, but yeah, Tigres. I, I I would. I think you'd have a higher probability of, of Giniac to L.A.F.C. than Buanga to Tigres. So and both low low percentage. So there's that. Um, all right. Uh smalls mentions Mario says lacks confidence, hope he snaps out by next season. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, he he came into a team that was in a real interesting spot. Um, and was expected to jump right in and make an impact, and and we all saw how that went. So um what's he got left in the tank? Well, again, a good off-season or preseason might might change things. We'll see. He's with us next year, so uh, let's hope that helps. Uh, Q says, uh, Bam, after your slander of Jaime last episode. What? Jamie. Uh, he has been
2: Jamie.
0: on yeah. yeah. I, I, I going to say, Q, what has he really done? Yes, he's got a hat trick for Australia against Bangladesh, which you would think he would do that against Bangladesh. Um, scored two goals in a 3-3 t- tie with MacArthur. They're not that good. He missed a penalty in a one nil loss to Wellington in Auckland. They were playing the day I was flying out, so I couldn't go to that game. And he played 90 minutes against Van Kofu in the AFC and did nothing. He's not that good. Dude,
1: Bam did his homework, Q. Did you see that? He had minutes and moments, man. Like, I don't mess with Bam on these sorts of things. I know better. He knew them. <laughs>
2: uh...
1: Yeah. <laughs> He'll take you to school, man. He's got his points. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, Dave. Dave's bringing us down with this one, but we got to talk about it. All right, Dave. Uh, it says, Cheeky leaving. Say it ain't so. I mean, honestly, dead honest, I thought we were getting rid of him last year. I think the club thought we were, we were moving on and making some dough off this guy last year, and it didn't happen. Yes, ma'am.
0: What hurts the most is we'll get nothing for him. That's the problem. Yeah. That is what's going to hurt the most. That is what's going to hurt the most. But look, he's peaked for us. He's hit the peak for us. He's he's an amazing defender, but he does need to move on. There's not much more he can do here with us. He's got to move on. What hurts most is that well, the investment that we've got we've, we've put into him. Yes, he's a MLS Cup champion. Hopefully, a back to back MLS Cup champion. And he's going to walk, leave MLS for nothing. I wish him all the best if he does leave, but that's going to hurt. Yeah, it's brutal because I can't
1: say too much, but I will say the move was last year. I think the agreed move was last year. The offers weren't right. And he went from a low ball offer to zero. And that just hurts. That hurts. But you have to think that after the summer window closed, the club was pretty much resigned to the fact that they were going to lose him. And and going, well, you know what? If he gets us another cup, right? Only be the third team in league history to pull off a back-to-back. Because that's how rare it is in this league. Then I guess it was worth it because he still got the trophy. Right? And then, okay, yeah, it hurts. He leaves. But in terms of football, it was right. He got us where we needed to be. And, and he kept his form and only got better rather than being discouraged in the offseason when he thought he was going to make a big move. That didn't knock him down. He didn't lose confidence. He just kept being cheeky. Right? So on our end, you know, applaud him to wherever he ends up. I'll love the guy forever for his service to the club. There's no doubt. But do I expect him to re-sign with us? Hell no, I don't. I don't. Um, he's got to do what's best for him. He's done his service to us. There's not much more we can get from him outside of another great season. But why would he do that again? Why? You know, it doesn't make sense for him in his career. You have a very short time as a professional footballer. You got to make the money. You got to make the move. So uh, let's let's have that last hurrah with him. You know, he's going to give his all every match he plays. He did against Seattle. He's going to keep doing it because the man is a true professional. And uh, we'll enjoy the ride with him as long as we still have him, just like the others that we know are going to be leaving at the end of this year. They um, respect them and, and love what they've put, put forth for the team and wish him, but nothing, but nothing, but, but the best. That's pretty straight on that, but yeah, losing the money stinks. That's for sure. Uh Jonah B will Blanga break Vela's record. Um, We don't know. He could, he definitely could. Um, He's capable of it, that's for sure. I mean, I you know, I was going to talk about the debate on on, on the goal scoring and uh, where these guys are at. Now, here's something that's trippy to me. Buanga had 24 goals this year. How many were penalty kicks? Four. So that means he had 20 goals from the field of play. Now, if he became our primary kick taker, right, on penalties... He would have had, what, like eight this year? Somewhere around there? Now where is he sitting? Next year is going to be a different story. we got him one more year, it looks like. uh, Definitely records could be broken with a different target, a different group of players around him. Things will change for us too. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't he? I, I could see it definitely happening. Yeah, no shock. Um, let's see. Ellis says one more goal. He breaks it. Right. I mean, are we talking total year or within a season? Right. I mean, usually it's regular season. Right. When it comes to scoring records and stuff like that.
0: Right. Yeah. Something like that. Um, let's check. Let's check at the moment.
1: Yeah. He's sitting on 24 right now. So that's where he's at. It's amazing. Amazing. Um uh, and then combined with assists, he's at 30. <laughs> Goals and assists 30. Like, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing year already. Yeah, Wolf. I think you're you're talking total in year, not in season. So yeah, I mean he's at he's he's at twenty-four now. So get those stats. Yeah, he's at 37 for
0: the season. Combined all competitions. All competitions. 46 that's insane. 46 games, 37 goals.
1: That's nuts, just
0: nuts. Like,
1: that's insanity, but you know, not the MVP. Okay, (laughs) all right, sure, guys. Amazing, amazing. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one.
2: Uh,
1: Q Cardi's calling for a hat trick (laughs) for for Jamie. Let's, Let's set that straight. Um. Oh, Soccer USA says, how many defenders will Houston put on Bwonga? Two, three, or four. So here's the fun part, and we'll get into it. But if you put him on the right, that's Escobar's side, because now he's playing left back for them, which pins Escobar, which might be good tactics. They, they have speedy outside backs. Like, they're going to get pegged back wherever he goes it's going to be interesting to see how they cope with him yeah it is really really will be um Luis just back to 37 in all competitions so yeah it is it's tying a record if he scores so it's
0: insanity these guys um yes just looking yeah. up out of the whole time Vela's been with the club 186 games 93 goals We got Bwonga's stat now. Bwonga, let's have a look at Bwonga's stats. Give me one quick moment. Just for LAFC, Bwonga has stats, all seasons. It, four seasons. It's just crazy we have
1: two players like this. It's insane. Uh,
0: 56 games total,
1: 40 mm-hmm. goals and say forty. Good lord, good lord,
0: <laughs> it's beautiful. Qu- um, question, just... question, what's going to happen first? Yeah. Blonga gets fifty goals. He's got to get ten goals to get fifty. Mm-hmm. Or Vela gets the seven goals for a hundred. Vela seven to a
1: hundred next year because he resigns with us. I'm going there. We
2: shall see. We shall see.
1: (laughs) I'll just call it right now. I think he's coming back. Wolf says crack exactly. Uh, Wolf says Escobar will break down on Boanga. Don't believe he'll keep up the pressure. No, because we all know Escobar, right? There are there are some health things with him, right? He can't get into a battle like that. He can't. So you you you're going to take turns on this guy. Olvera is going to take turns on him too um you, you can peg him back because if you do let him run free on you you're in trouble uh we know escobar style if you let him have the freedom it's going to be tough It's going to be real tough um arroyo says in one season yeah so it's the season record so there you go We're one away from tying it so uh let's get a brace this weekend what a beautiful moment that would be just saying um Wolf says Vela said that he would take a pay t- cut just to retire to LAFC. So if he's saying it, then have confidence, people. Yeah, we well, I'm praying for it, that's for sure. We want to see it right with him. Um, let's go. This year makes it that much better. So, all right, good stuff, guys. Those are the comments for now. We'll hit you back later as well. All right, let's move on. Of course, we're not covering more sounders, we're done with those guys. We're moving on to the next community news. Let's go to Tony. What you got, man?
2: tailgates 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 and also the day after a um nice event with kellen acosta and aim but of course since it's saturday tailgates are back on the final 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 tailgate of the season for lafc and ourselves because it's the final home game um of course crew luckies everyone will be there get there early of course as well as um, FanFest is back again Yay so you know you feel like We're too rowdy and need a time off or need To get free stuff FanFest is right There but also Tomorrow depending What time you listen to this Tomorrow as well for you pod listeners I believe from 11am To 1am at Grand Central Market the cup Will be back there so you can take pictures With it again um, So if you have time in, you have the day off, have time to go down there, or have a lunch break. Grand Central Street, Grand Central. Get there, take a picture with the cup one last time before we have to defend it in Ohio. And to back
1: to New York for a
2: temporary period of time. What? Yes, what? Um, <laughs> and then of course on Sunday, the next day after the game, Kellen Costa and Aim are doing a toy drive with each other. So go meet Kellen um also have fun with vic if you have time it's for the his toy drive they his annual toy drive that he do so you know bring some toys for the for the underprivileged and if you cannot make it and will still like to donate um they have a link on their page for an amazon link to buy any toys that you would like and vic will get them for them and you know send them out because vic's the greatest person around this time that i wish i could be half the person he is sometimes
1: we love Vic Vic is amazing um he's been there through and through for the faithful for the community helping out kids from from as long as I've known the man so um yeah anytime he asks us anytime we can offer him help do it He's, he's 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 absolutely amazing we love athletes in the making that's for certain um all right so we got that community news In the bank, guess what we do next? That's right. The Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. I was spinning around, but you know, Bam is always that guy. Uh, He's always got the right right direction to take. So I'm going to hand this over, Bam. What you got, man?
0: So this band I got for this year, for this week's, has a lot in common with the three guys on this podcast, me, Tony, and Joseph. Two of the three members have beards. We're going ZZ Top. this year so we're going with zz tops album from 1981 el loco and the song on there heaven hell or houston we'll take it (laughs)
1: that's their option man love it so we've done zz top before i think we did eliminator the last time so now we've got what's the album again was it
0: El Loco with Heaven, Hell, or Houston is a single from it. There it is. So uh,
1: enjoy ZZ Top because who doesn't enjoy ZZ Top? There's just a certain sound. It's good. It's good music. Historical. You know, good. So there it is. Playable Final Club Minute. Enjoy ZZ Top. All right. Is it time? It's time. Let's get right into the match. I know why you guys are in here. You want to talk about the Western Conference Final Who would have thought we're going back to the Western Conference final, but here we are. Um, The thing that rarely happens in MLS is a defending champion even getting this far, but we're here. So what does that mean? Well, we got to get ready for these guys. Now, Houston is that one team this year that managed to sweep LAFC and humble us in the biggest way possible. Bam. No, I'm going to you, Tony. You know this one. Talk about it.
2: Okay, so this is go. my gripe for the day. Sorry. Yes. Very similar to what happened last year with another Texas team. And, you know, we couldn't beat them, yada, yada, yada. Austin so was a young team. You saw what happened to them afterwards. Um, not the greatest team. They didn't do great this season, exactly, cetera, et cetera. Houston has been here before. Houston has won a cup before. There are players who have been there before. So you cannot overlook Houston. Herrera is playing a different kind of football. Um, Me and Joseph, we're talking about this, and he's playing the best way for most of our fans who have watched the Mexican national team or have seen the Mexican national team. He's playing a very Cotemo Blanco-esque style of more slow, distributing, getting those shots those passes in when they need to be. And that's why. So Houston cannot be overlooked. Again, they're not Austin. Yes, we have home field advantage and everything, but we still, we're not done. We haven't won the, we don't, we're not MLS Cup champions. We don't have a second star. We still need two more games. So do not overlook them. I do not like this overlooked. It's the same thing as last year. No, we still need to go full force and I don't care who's in it. We still can't overlook them. Who has two stars, Tony? Houston. Exactly. Act- well, no, let's re- let's re- actually some little history right now. Okay,
1: okay. you want to add to the San Jose stuff? But- yes,
2: exactly. Technically, technically, they have four stars because Houston used to be the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, San Jose was able to keep their rights and still have their two stars. That's those two stars. But the original two stars that came was the Houston team that is now that but they want but again they won those two stars in the same season again the next two years what was it i remember right back to back or close to back to back
0: back to back yeah six because or seven. they also yep
1: they also lost uh two cup finals in that span too
0: exactly <laughs> Pretty so team.
2: yeah do not overlook houston i understand most people want to and like you know. Again, most people haven't followed MLS since LAFC started, but us old folks here, <laughs> right here, and RSLE, of course, have been following this league since MLS 1.0 when we didn't have a team or, um, of course, the, these boys when they were with Chivas USA days. Um, not myself. Meganisa can do it. LA Carson couldn't do it either, but this team is still dangerous to watch out for. They know, they've know they been here. They have people in their head office that know, have been here before. They have people on their staff that have been here and players.
0: Mm-hmm. So, to will throw this out. So, yes. just yeah. jump on that. Yes, they've had players that have been here before, but they're here right now. That's what we're going to look at. Look at right here, yeah. right now. That's what we're going to look at. There's a reason why they've made it this far. There's a reason why we made it this far. Mm-hmm. It's... Mm-hmm it's we're not going home we have to win this we have to focus on this game
1: and that's where we're at and we're going to talk about the players they have because they do have the tools now talk about form you really want to talk about it i mean we're both streaking into the cup like could potentially be the winners of this whole thing right legit houston could be the winners of this whole thing real talk okay why the weapons that they currently have, what they've built, what Ben Ellison is doing with this team, the belief system that they do have, the grinder mentality that they have, they find ways and they spread it out when they come to scoring goals. They don't rely on one guy. So if you think you're going to shut one down, don't don't think that's going to work for you. It's got to be a total system uh of play that's working. Everyone's got to do their part to be a team like this because they have the belief system. And of course their leader, who's pretty much a second coach is Hector Herrera, the guy I hate to play against, especially as U S men's national team. That's the guy that would always get under your skin, but you would love to have in your locker room, which you would love to have on your team to get, to get it done. He is that guy. It's kind of like Russell in Kansas city. There's these certain players that can shift the whole team forward that he's that guy and he's taken that role this year and that's why they are where they are now again they only had one loss in the playoffs that was penalty kicks i believe so psh, you know how that goes um looking at head to head long term this is kind of a trip in our history with 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 houston we have five wins four draws four losses nearly equal Again, there's some reason how these two teams match up. If you look at statistics and goals scored and goals allowed, it's minuscule differences this year. You look at the numbers, it's pretty freaking even um, and a little bit scary. There are some injuries, right, man, But they're not key players, right?
0: No, they're in the injuries that have been out for a long time, so it's not affecting them per se. Like, they've got um, Schmidt out and Archer out who've been yeah. out to late december mid-december with um knee injuries so you know they haven't been around for for a while so they haven't had to play and then there has been turmoil in the club it's the club is who they are without these players yeah. and they have been for a while so yeah they know who they got now talking about goal scorers record leading
1: scorer this year is amine bassi with 12. Then you got Corey Baird, yes, familiar Corey Baird with nine. Uh, Below him, Hector Herrera with five. Uh, Nelson Quinones with four, and then I'm going to count this: one, two, three, four, five, six guys with three goals. Talk about spreading the freaking wealth, man! Now you got basically total scores are 17 players have scored for them this year. I know. It, it, it again, they know how to, to distribute, they know how to build a team, they know how to trust their roster, their substitutions. It's good. Now, here's the tribute one Hector Herrera, who's third in scoring with only five goals, he's got 19 assists, and he got another one this last game. A plug in Escobar upside the head, um, right? Well placed, done the job. And yes, I said Escobar because Franco Escobar, the guy that got away. Last year, the yeah, guy that we lost because, you know, bonuses and stuff Um, is coming back at us. Who happened to embarrass us earlier this year? Yeah, so did Baird. Um, And that's it. So your sis, again, 19 for Herrera. Kadeski has got nine. Uh, Baird's got six. Pretty good year for him. Nine goals, six assists on a season. Uh Bossy with four. Quinones with three. And then again, in this case, there's 16, no, 15 players with assists this year for them. They're well-rounded. They're a well-rounded team. They can deal with injuries because they have dealt with injuries and they still get the job done. Again, they're one seed different from us, guys. They had in a walk in the park last time I checked. Now, against Sporting Kansas City, I know it wasn't the most exciting game in the world. It took one thing to make a difference. The lineup that they failed, it failed field. Um, I know, having moments, guys. Um, they went with a 4-2-3-1. We're familiar with this. This tends to be something that we battle against right lineup wise now clark is in goal yes the old man is there doing his job uh they had uh, svetchenko and mikhail as their center backs dorsey and escobar as their outside backs herrera and Artur as their holding mids uh bossy as you're attacking central attacking mid kereskia and Kinonis as you're attacking outside midfielders with Corey baird yeah that's right Corey baird man uh, doing it up top, which he did it with RSL before he came to us and things happened, right? um He has those. You go before that with RSL and their series with RSL, not much difference. They look at the lineup and I don't see any. Yeah, it's the same lineup. So I, I'd have to say with good confidence, Bam.
0: Going to be the same starters for them? be very surprised if it was not the same starters. Especially, look, Having Corey been in there, he knows LAFC. He knows a lot of our players. That would be stupid not to have him in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Escobar's got, he, he's the kind of guy that's got an axe to grind, right? You, you expect him to be in there because of the salt. Like it's, 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 it's there. He never wanted to leave us, guys. There's no doubt he never wanted to leave us. Um, but didn't get the choice ultimately. Um, other guys you might see, Caicedo might come in for, uh, Bossy at some point. Uh, Aliyu could come in at top. Brad Smith, man, that's an old school guy right there. Uh could come in for Kenyonis at some point. Um, other subs we've seen. Um Larson, U- Ulf Larson, I guess, was another guy who might make it in. But yeah, their their lineup is pretty typical. Uh, if it's not broken, why fix it? It works. It's worked for them for a while. Um, is it a careful lineup? Is it a a a it's an easy way to say this safe type of lineup. Yeah, it is. Cause it works. <laughs> I think that's pretty simple. Um, I'm gonna go to 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 you. Um, let's see. Who wants to hit this one? Bam. Who stands out the most to you? I mean, who are you most worried about outside of Herrera? not
0: he, going... he scores against us. Yeah, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. The, the way that all that dished out wasn't the greatest way. So he probably has some feelings towards us that aren't always the best. So yeah. you can you could see he would be hungry to score against us. And I'm going to switch
1: go... this over to Eric. Ar- yeah, uh, agreed, agreed. Aristel, you got a first hand view of these guys. You saw them up close and personal, um, seeing the plays that we don't see on TV. Uh, let's be honest, um, what stood out the most to you about about Houston?
3: I think what stands out the most, especially this season, is Escobar, um not only because he scored the long goal, which ultimately it landed them to the conference final um I think they've just definitely been a, a very powerful squad. And and I know that they do have a very long history because I can easily sit here and say that, especially if we are comparing them to sporting, they've been a very long history and a long, long time rival of sporting. So it was no surprise to see them kind of in the back, um, similar matchup. Of course, they only real argument from that match was the handball, which was clear and obvious in my opinion. But with all of that aside, just looking at this roster, Escobar is the one that definitely sticks out the most to me, along with uh, Bossy, Bard, and even um Quinones.
1: Yeah, I mean, they they don't have weak spots. They don't. I think the only place where I see it could be weak would probably be the their right side of defense, right? So they're Dorsey, Sviachenko. Maybe you could find your way through them. And if that's where Bwonga's patrolling, then good luck, guys. If you switch to the other side, then you're holding back Escobar from doing what he does best, right? Then you have to keep him honest. It's going to be a really interesting vibe. And I think our approach is really what's going to affect them the most, right? What are we going to do? How are we going to feel this side? Who's going to play where? Um, and I'm going to go to you, Araceli. Knowing what you know about them, what do you think our front line is going to look like? Who do you think they're going to target? Where do you think they're going to position our guys?
3: I think they're definitely going to target Bawanga. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that he's going to be an easy target to them if they don't go after Vela. Um, in terms of what we need to do for our front three, the the question will obviously be, should Oliver start again or not? But I think the obvious for them would probably be Vela. And especially seeing him and Hector Era back on the, the field together.
1: Yeah, do you think that Vela might get that role of being more of a, a center forward in this game or a, a a drop back center forward? That way it lets Olvera and Buanga have fun on the outside with these guys?
3: I think he could play the role of being the drop back sen- uh, center and let the other two go ahead um, and kind of be the sneak attack, if you will. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really can go either way.
1: Yeah. Cause if he does drive out wide, it's Escobar, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the typical side, right side. Um, it's gonna be tough. I mean, I know, I know we shift a lot up front and I expect that to happen in this game, especially with the read. Cause if we give the Escobar the freedom that he's gotten so far in this playoffs, we're in trouble. And That's why I, it's good that you mentioned him and, and said he was the future because he really is. He's kind of the what-to-do-about-Escobar moment because his freedom that he has in this team is far greater than the freedom he had with us, what he can do, what he's allowed to do, uh, his capabilities, and how high he plays him. It's pretty, it's pretty intense, which, of course, leaves you with a three-man back, let's be honest, is what they're shifting into at times, letting Escobar go so free. Uh, that is the battle, and he has been effective. And as as Araceli mentioned, Escobar, remember, he has won an MLS Cup and scored in one. Um, He's now got another team into a conference final. He's big in big moments. That's what he does. He's always been this way. It's not a shock. That's how he plays. So uh, good on you, Aricelli, calling out, because I, I think he's the story, too. I'm with you on that. Um, Tony, I'm going to go back to you. Now that we, we've looked at who the top line is, What's our midfield going to look like? How are you going to
2: field it? Um, of course, Ilya is, of course, going to be there. Um, I put uh, Kellen as well. And to be on the... So I would put Kellen on the left side, um, Ilya in the front, and then I would put Bogus on the right side to crash the left side to stop my... my uh, my former favorite ex-player Escobar. So you have to deal with Buonga and himself. So that's what I would I would personally do.
1: Well, and then it's Herrera's territory as well. Mm-hmm. You're doing Bogus versus Herrera because that's who's going to clash, right? If you bring him on the right side, which he's better at anyway. But yeah, it'd be Her- Heck, uh, Herrera and Escobar uh, matching with Cionius when they get into those corners over there um it's not an easy task it's not because of course hollingshead will be there too Mm -hmm. um matchups are all over the place there and of course the escobar versus hollingshead battle royale because they are on the same side of the field all game it's gonna get real funky out there um talk about freewheeling players doing the exact same thing you've got it and they're on the same freaking side Uh, that should be fun that should be entertaining. I'll go to you, Bam, now talking about the back line. We know it's Hollingshead. head. We know it's cheeky. Your center backs, how are things looking for you?
0: For me, it's got to be, as long as he's, he can pull up, Keeling and really. It's got to be. It's Keeling will put everything he can into this. I don't see him going more than 45, though. Mm-hmm. So I reckon he'll start. Keating will start and really will be play the whole game.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that. There's, there's no way around that. And of course, long comes in later. Um, cause that, that's what you do. And it's amazing that we have a team where, where long is a, a reserve, but that's where we're at right now. And it, it's a blessing to be in that, in that sort of position. Um, Does that look hard on long? No, we just have a fresh long in the second half. And if he gets another ring out of this whole thing, I don't think he'll care about the minutes. Right. Because you get what you need. Um, I think they'll all be happy with it if we can get through this match. Um, And that's pretty much it. Of course, Max is in goal. He's our all star. He is our 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 story in this playoff run so far um, because he has truly stepped up into the moment. Um, uh, we've we've been blessed to see it, and I don't expect any different. It is a bit of a duel play against Clark because Clark is capable of doing what Max is doing as well, which is something we have to be really, really careful for. Um, because Clark can definitely put on a clinic and, and be trouble for us. Yes, he's getting older, does not matter. He is still a shot stopper. Uh, it's still gonna be not so easy to get past him. If proof is of anything, the loss that we had in the summer against Houston. We had that 75% possession, okay? We had a ton of shots in that game and couldn't couldn't get the job done. So we know what that feels like, what Seattle had to deal with in their house. Now you have a Houston coming into our house with the same freaking game plan. Get one early, hold it. Someone's going to try to reverse the the, the the play on us at this point. Uh, Arisola, do you think that's going to be the approach for them as well, is steal one early and then park it?
3: I would hope the approach would be steal one early and just keep on the attack to hopefully steal another, not necessarily just park it. Because if you give Houston that chance, they can easily come back and equalize, if not make it a dangerous situation. So I I wouldn't underestimate Houston overall. I I would want to see uh, LAFC stay on the pedal throughout the whole match if they're able to.
1: Yeah, we have to. I mean, we're going to be going at it. I don't think we ever stop. Even if we get a lead, we're not going to stop. It's not how we play at home. But for them, I mean, if they get the first goal, we're we're in a bit of trouble here. I think that that's where the trouble goes. Is if we if we let something go slip on us, it's hard to beat Houston with a lead. Um, Bam, your thoughts on the approach and, and what to expect?
0: Um, I expect a hard, hard fought match. Um... Both teams are going to put everything into this. This is going to be... It's going to be the final out of the two to watch. This one is going to be be it. This is the... Everyone's going to put everything on the line to win this match. Um, yeah, I, I don't see both teams finishing with 11 men.
1: Yeah, that's the other story um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's Escobar That gets sent packing at some point in this game I, 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 If we have the lead I think he's the guy uh, That gets gets trouble Herrera could, but Herrera's really smart I don't think he gets caught into that um, It would be somebody from the back line Usually related to dealing with somebody like uh, <laughs> That We might see some, some, some shenanigans Expect it though And then our guys have to be smart about that The dark arts will be applied in this game um more than Seattle. Uh the one thing I loved about Escobar playing for us, and I, I used to tell Tony this is all the little sneaky stuff, right? And I told you, watch him. It's it's fun to watch because he just knows how to nick a guy at the right time, um, get under people's skins, what he does. Um, and then have the moments where where he pulls class, right? And and he does something special in a game. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do it to us. And Herrera. I'll say it a million times over. This guy knows how to get into those games. He knows how to get into people's skin. That was his job for Mexico for years. Um, It's his job for Houston. Now on top of being the assist man is he knows how to get, get people riled up and get them off their game. Um, And don't, don't let it pass Houston. If that's what they do in this. And we, we get into this slog match that lacks flow It's going to be tough. Now, Bam, I know you were looking at the referee for this match. I want to give you a chance to talk about him and our not-so-great record with him. Um, And maybe talk about that chippiness. Go for it, man.
0: Yep, so cast everyone's minds back a few times. We've got Victor Rivera for this game again. Um, We've had four wins with him. We've had five losses if you count the Club America-friendly League's Cup, what do you want to call it? Game that we lost on penalties. He's he's got a very punchable face. Things get very chippy <laughs> with him, and oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's the the saving grace is that we do have a fairly decent VAR for this one. Um, so with that, it's going to be interesting because the VAR for this week is. I had his name before. Where is it? For us, the VAR is. They're gonna be slow on too. It's one of the more well-known referees, isn't it?
2: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
1: pretty good record too, with him. So, clean blank Drew on Fisher. the name. He's
0: looking it up. Who is it? Drew Fisher. Drew Fisher. Drew Fisher. Okay. Drew. Yeah. So, oh, this is gonna be interesting. The fourth official. Guess he's got to stand between the two coaches oh for Uncle. Nope. Not Elf. Yep.
1: <laughs> of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? The man who was in the middle for the last final uh will be the man uh quite literally in between Ben Olsen and 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 Steve Tirandolo. It's not like Ben's gonna go attack somebody. Um, it's actually a really nice guy if you meet him. Uh, bulldog when he had a uniform on, though. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. Um, but that
0: being that be said, though, w- with Victor Reivers in the middle, it's gonna get chippy out there. Both mm-hmm. both coaches are gonna go to Elfath wanting no explanation, so he's gonna be a busy, busy boy. Chirp, chirp, chirp. Yeah, he's gonna have a fun day. That's that's I'm, for certain. I'm yeah. gonna call it. A person on the bench or the coaching staff, not necessarily head coach, maybe assistant coach, goalkeeping coach, something like that, will get a yellow card this match.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's for certain. Someone's got to do some advocating for the team. I could be one for each, really, because it's going to be that chippy. So, uh, good call on that. All right, then. So we've got that covered. You know what to expect from these guys, like I said, and like Tony says, a million times over this and a cakewalk. If you've booked your flights to Ohio, you might be premature. Um, trust me, I've been tempted to buy them already. Uh, I'm, you're not alone in that. Uh, but, dude, um, confidence in your club, I guess, right? You're going to buy your plane tickets ahead of time. Uh it's not going to be easy, guys. It's not a walk the park. Yes, we're at home, but the one team that swept us this year, it's, it's, it's this one. It's the one that got us. So, uh, revenge on the mind, guys. Let's, let's win it when it counts most. All right. So, there is that. I know there are a few more comments. I see, about three of them in waiting. Um, I'm just going to jump right over there right now and get to those guys before we wrap this bad boy up and get ready for the game. All right. What do we got? What do we got? We've got... Will says, hopefully Vela turns up the heat because of HH. Of course, Hector Herrera. I expect Vela to to crack one in. If Vela scores first, Houston will have hands full trying to control 10 and 99 because they will throw everything at 99. That's where Olvera gets open, guys, and does something special. So uh, look for that. These are the kind of games where an odd player is the ones of the story. Of course, our favorite odd player, of course, is Brian Hollingshead if this was ever a game where he would do something that this is the game, <laughs> it would make sense. Um, what will said memo signed um, Jose Ortega. I like where your ass is. Let's show on Saturday forever faithful. And that's how it's gotta be. Give everything you possibly can, whether it's the North end or elsewhere, give everything you possibly can. This is the last home game of the year. No matter what, this is it guys. We will not be in the North end together going crazy for a match until next year. This is it. This is where you give everything you have because you're going to have a nice long rest. Except for you crazies if we can get to the next round. This is it. Uh, This is it. So give everything you possibly can. Uh, And Velez is on the right track. He says, wear the home jersey. Let's blackout BMO or BMO, I should say. Uh, And that's right. Blackout is in effect. Keep the green ones home for this one. Guys, let's go all black. Um, Soccer USA need an entire BMO LAFC chant again. I think we'll get it if we're doing what we got to do. I like it. I like it. And Soccer USA. Yep, we got you, man. Well said. All right. Those are our comments that I see, which, of course, brings us to, oh, yeah, that's right. Wrapping things up. Calling it and getting ready for the game because, you know, Tony and I got some work to do in the next two days. Yeah, it's on. Let's go. Um, let's get our fun. I know, Tony. You'll be fine. I'll go to you first. and give your final thoughts, man. Go
3: for
2: it. Um, final thoughts is, of course, um, be safe this weekend. Um, it's going to be a crazy party, of course, in the beginning. But also remember to save all that energy for the full 90 plus minutes that we're going to be in there. I want that stadium to rock i want the neighbors to hear us for one last time before the season ends um if you're going to be you know try to go out to the events that you can if you are able to you know there are some final events that most people can't get to and of course like you know we won't have this for a while until the beginning of next year um of course you know I'll transition this to BAM, of course, what we always say, talk to your buddy because
0: why BAM? Mental health matters. Remember it's okay. It's not to be okay. Check in on your mates. Um, they check in on you. Just talk to them. Talking helps a lot. Just be, listen to them. You, sometimes you just need to vent and let people vent. Now going into this weekend too, you know, before our match, it is the Eastern Conference final. If you're late to the the tailgate and all that, because you're watching that, go for it. Obviously, there'll be people with updates during the tailgate letting know the scores. But the main thing is, go hard this this weekend. It's the last time at home in the North End. I don't want to hear any voices on Sunday. On Sunday is when you rest your voice. Saturday, you lose your voice.
1: That's it. Give your all that's the ultimate in staying golden, right? Um, that's what we do.
3: Araceli final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts for this weekend, really just go out there, have fun, be loud, enjoy each other's company. And like I've said all year, really at this point, it's just really just be safe and look out for each other and just please don't be stupid regardless of the result. Um, it's going to be one of those moments that you'll never forget. And, of course, if, or I should say when, if LAFC goes to the MLS, back to the MLS Cup in Ohio, it, even if it's in Columbus or Cincinnati, I've definitely been there a handful of times, so I could always give some good advice. I'm just putting that out there.
1: <laughs> it's like a two-hour drive between the two, right? I mean, it's really mm-hmm. close. To be honest, it is. Yeah, not too far apart. And if you're going to all. and. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good place to go. I was just
3: going to say real quick looking at the weather, it's about 55, 56 degrees in either city, which I'll just put this out there. To me, that's warm. Okay. I know for you guys, not so much. But to me, right now, it's like 30 degrees and raining over here. I want the 56 degree weather. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) It's sweater weather. It's okay. We'll survive people. Uh, well, let's get through Saturday first. Well said, Araceli. All right. So that's my moment. My final thoughts. I'll just say this. Um, thank you guys for another amazing season. Let's make sure we get at least two fun episodes to go. Um, give everything you got from what I understood. They are trying to get the game on the Eastern conference game on from either the tailgate or Pepsi Plaza. Um, or even inside the stadium as we get to go in early, we'll see how that works out, but they're trying to do that. I hope that is what happens. That is the plan. So, um, if you're going there, yeah, go early and you're not going to lose anything. You're gonna have a good time. Um, all activations going and it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, do it. Enjoy the tailgate. Enjoy the spirit of all this. Uh, Um, for understood free play, or at least the building is open for, for fun as well. So, um, full measure, man. This we've got full activation, so have a good time of the game, North End. I better see you singing because you know I will be too. Um, and given everything I got, you know, Tony will and he can see you better than me. So, uh, Tony's got his eye on all of you guys. Uh, keep you all honest as we go crazy once again for our beloved black and gold. All right, time for final word, Tony.
2: Stay golden, Los Angeles.
0: Bam.
1: Stay golden, Araceli.
3: Stay golden,
1: and for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles.
0: Thank you for listening to the heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.